Welcome to Gospel and Grit. We invite you to the front lines of the gospel where our Overland missionaries are pioneering to remote peoples. Our goal is to empower you to grab the gospel and get the grit to do whatever it takes to fulfill your calling in Christ. Welcome back to the Gospel and Grit podcast today. Shane, Chelsea, and if you hear some rattling in the background, that is Zeal there. How old is he? 17 months. 17. At what point does someone stop using the months? I think two years, but some people do it longer. But I used to really judge people of that. And then I realized that every month is completely different. So nice. now if I say 16 months, it actually is completely different than 17 months. Interesting. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm like 400 some months at this yeah. point. Yeah. Get up there. Yeah, got the, got the gray in the beard. Uh, <laughs> but super excited to have them coming off of Chapepo Base. How's things out there? It, there are, things are great out there. You know, it's been uh, really good this year. Even with COVID, we've gotten to do a lot of projects and ministry, um, even with the restrictions. So could, can't complain. Never mm-hmm. can with this job. So and Chapepo is in Zambia. Uh, what's the lake right there? Lake Kariba. Lake Kariba. Yeah. Beautiful. Got some hippos hanging out in your property. Yeah. Do you have any close calls? Not with hippos. We've had a crocodile in our yard, but did, no hippos yet. Did you ride it? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> no. God bless. The late Steve Irwin. <laughs> Not like Sioma Base getting all the dogs. No, no thankfully. Yeah, no. That's, that's good. That's good. Awesome, guys. So I'm super excited to talk today about... Mailwidge. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's one of my favorite movies. I have to do it. Marriage. Marriage is a very interesting topic in missions. Um, most people have their nine to five jobs. They're away, actually away from their spouse for like eight hours a day. We don't have that luxury. luxury? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that problem. We'll go, yes. that, we don't have that problem. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and so marriage, uh, we are partners in this, and um, we're a little different than most people in that the majority of people in Chapepo are not of the Western culture. They are African, right? And so uh, let's talk a little about marriage and being married as missionaries and how that has influenced your ministry in your sector. That'd be awesome. Yeah, and I'm really glad you brought that up with even that dynamic of, you know, before we came on the missions field, we were married for a year. And you have that ability to, you know, you come together at the end of the day and you automatically have something to talk about. Like, what'd you do today? What'd you do today? And it is an adjustment to realize we were together for a lot of the day doing ministry mm-hmm. or doing work. But, um, and you realize you have to be intentional to continue conversations because you don't have those natural things to just talk about. Because you already know. You saw. I, I know you what minist- you did. Yeah. You ministered together. You, you yeah, know, right, you right. ate lunch together. You, which is such a great provision because that actually is yeah. a blessing. A lot of people don't even see their spouses yeah. very much, and then you're exhausted at the end of the day, and you just get marriage or get marriage. You just get dinner together. Yeah. Um, but for us, like it is, we we see and we get to talk about the things that God did that day. Yeah. You know what we did, and but yeah. you do have to be more intentional. We found with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big word for for our people. Um, mm-hmm. You know, me and Jane Marie, same idea. Yeah. And we've even talked about this when we're home in the states. We'll often be at my parents' house, and we're there every day for a month or two. Yeah. And then we realize we actually have spent no actual like quality mm-hmm. time with each other. Yeah. So what? How do how do you make that intentionality happen? 
Uh, that's a good question. And, you know, sometimes we're better at it than others. But what we've learned is uh, for us, and I think kind of in general, you know, for guys, we tend to connect by doing things side by side, mm. doing activities together. And we can be even in silence or just joking, not talking about anything serious. But if we're doing something, it yeah. kind of facilitates relationship that yeah, way, you yeah. know. Um, whereas in, in general, like Chelsea and, and for most women, I think that I know anyway, they want that face-to-face time where you're talking about things. Mm. You get into the serious issues, the hard issues. You're looking at each other, even physically. Yeah. You can see each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. even like with MPD and stuff, we had a time where Chelsea's like, I just feel like we haven't gotten to like spend time together. Like I, and I was like, what do you like mean? We've been together nonstop. <laughs> we were in a like... car for 18 hours <laughs> yeah. together. Right. And so we started to realize, you know, the importance of trying to meet both of our needs for relationship and quality time. Because mm. quality time means something different to each person, you right, know. Right. And we have found both to be challenging, honestly. Um, at the end of a long day, I'm not the best at always like sitting face to face and talking about um, those issues. And at the same time, being in a remote place, you can't go and do activities. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be really creative in what can we do together <laughs> besides the normal day, daily stuff. Yeah. And so... No movie theaters. Yeah. No. No, no, restaurants, no restaurants. No roads. You yeah. Know. <laughs> I mean... Just the basics. You yeah. Know. yeah. So um, we try, you know, to, to set aside time when we can to actually sit down and talk. Um, it's become more of a challenge with a baby. Mm-hmm. And, um, like I said, sometimes we're better at it than others. Um, and same thing with the side by side stuff. It's really hard to find hobbies or things that we can do. And, you know, we've tried many different things. We're still actually looking for what's the one thing we can do. We've sometimes yard games and stuff like that, but it's a challenge. It really is. And it's a work in progress for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think Chelsea will can, can share more on that as well. Yeah. No, I think it is really interesting to, when you do realize like, yeah, we've been either ministering together or, you know, even eating dinner together with a child now, or, you know, eating dinner at our, uh, with our community and just realizing like, it was the same with MPD. We were always side by side, which was fine. Not like necessarily doing activities. So it didn't always fill up his tank in that way. But I realized like I hadn't even like seen him and, and that really impacted me with like, it just is really an interesting thing when you, when you figure that out. And I don't, I don't know, you know, we're still, we won't, we've been married seven years, seven years yeah. and, um, been on the mission field for four in process for five. And, mm-hmm. um, it's just, you know, every day, every year is different. Yeah. And, yeah. and, uh, you know, we're not experts. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> I will say one thing that we have found is ministering together mm-hmm. fulfills both of those yes. because yeah, you do things in a, in a sense, side by side as a team together and you're pouring out the love of God. You're pouring out your heart for these right. people, his heart for these people. And then afterwards it facilitates also conversation. Yeah. So I would say the one consistent thing we've seen with all of that is when we minister together, we get to see God's the expression of God's giftings in each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We get to see His love and His power flow through each other, and then we even we get to share in that experience and talk about it later. So, yeah, yeah. it's that's by far the best side by side and face to face we have. I think in, when when Jay Marie and I first started ministering together, we 
recognize like we're both called to ministry. We're both called to to do what God's called us to do. And then when we actually got married, we realized, oh wait, our anointings and our giftings are not exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And and learning how to honor each other yeah, and like her. encourage each other, promote each other in those mm-hmm. has been huge for us. Mm-hmm. And not expect the other person to act in the spirit the same way that mm-hmm. the other one acts. Yeah. yeah. Which is a huge blessing for me because I I love teaching, I love preaching. Mm-hmm. And I, when I feel like I'm done with that topic, I'm like, okay, I, I'm b- bad at closing, let's say. <laughs> and then she's like, hey, let's pray for these people. <laughs> like, yes, great idea. Let's pray for them. I mean, when I first started ministering, Jamie would do the whole like land the plane motion with her hand, like land this plane. That's like, great. I got another hour to talk. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I keep time for him whenever we're at churches yeah. or something. And I'll, I'll be in the back like hitting my watch or something. And he to- totally ignores me yeah. most of the time. Yeah. And so then I'll like, you know, be all dramatic trying to get his attention. And when he gets going, he goes. And yeah. But it is just truly an incredible thing to see um, the person that you are in a lifelong commitment with um, reaching their potential and speaking about the love of the Lord. And like it actually is probably the most incredible thing that you can do together because it makes you fall in love with God in them. Right. And then also like recognize like, wow, that's something new. Like I've heard, I've heard him talk about love minimum 30 times, yeah. I would say yeah. in like actual like preaching, you know, mm. um, times. And then also like individual meetings or marriage counseling situations. And it, and it, it's the same information, but it's developed over the last four years, five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually, he uses examples sometimes too that I'm about me or something that I have no idea that he was thinking or mm. that he noticed or something he appreciated that he actually hasn't told me. Cause once again, it's hard to yeah. find time to actually figure out how to communicate to each other, um, outside of what we're doing. And so it actually is a huge blessing. Cause I'm like, he, wow. Like he just like said that about me and it actually is extremely meaningful for me. So it, in a way, I, I actually think it probably does, like he said, fulfill, like even now talking to you, I'm like, Oh yeah. Like this is, I feel like we're, I feel like we're on a date right now. Like, no, so it's just, it's just like, it's actually is a really big, like refreshing thing. Yeah. And, and we're not ministering together the same way no. before we had a kid, but, but being intentional of making time to do it yeah. when we can, like, yeah. you know, and, and it also is great because it keeps you accountable, mm-hmm. you know, yes. like if I'm going to say something and like, I'm not <laughs> at least practicing that, trying to live that out. Right. There's someone there to. I'll still call it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm thankful for it. Yeah, Not always right. in the moment, but I'm thankful uh-huh. for it. <laughs> Man, he finds a wife, finds a good thing. That's right. That's right. But I, I, I love this too when you talk about ministering together because so often we think about missions, we're thinking about sharing the explicit gospel, sharing the, the story of Jesus, the, the, the reality of his kingdom, and preaching. But so much of the mission's life is not just preaching with words. It's preaching with your lifestyle. Yeah. Yes. And marriage is a huge part of that. Um, I'm not like marriage here in Zambia and how your marriage expression has been an influence mm-hmm. in your sector. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a great question because, you know, we're not here to just <clears throat> bring Western culture. We're trying yeah, to be very right. conscious. Like we're bringing kingdom culture mm-hmm. in every way that, way that we can. And... You know, we're not going to try to challenge every cultural um, right. thing that happens. Right. Like, um, we're not going to go so against it. Like, for example, in Zambian culture, public displays of affection are, like, prohibited. Yeah. Like, it's very taboo to do. So, we're not going to be, like, 
you know, <laughs> displaying a lot of affection in right. front of our Zambian uh-huh. partners and stuff and people. So, but we are willing to challenge this idea of, mm. you know, it is an important aspect that you need, your wife needs to know that you love her. And, um, and so we try to challenge that. We also have seen, especially with our, our main disciples, that, you know, we've had testimonies from their wives, because um, Chelsea has been working a lot with the women. I, you know, Jesse and I work with the men, and then we also work with them as a couple. Okay. Um, and one of them, uh, last year, the wife gave a testimony of like, I never thought my home life and my marriage could be good. Wow. Her husband was uh, the, the village drunk five yeah. years ago mm. before he was saved. He abused her and all these things. And he's had a radical transformation even before we got there, actually, Great. with a close encounter with a hippo. Another story. brought <laughs> <laughs> a realization that he needed to change his life. And um, from that, uh, he's been touched by the Spirit of God, baptized in the Holy Spirit. He's been discipled and trained, equipped with the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And his life is transformed. And also his family has been transformed. Mm. And um, it's really incredible to see the growth that comes because we encourage the guys, you know, you, you need to be discipling your wives. You need to be speaking the word of God to them. Mm-hmm. And it's shifted the atmosphere in, in their marriage and their mm-hmm. relationship. And that's just the one of many testimonies um, we've heard that have come from the power of the word of God. And as an example, you know, we do try to be conscious of like bringing vulnerability um, mm, when, we, yeah. when we talk with them because... You know, where you find people, you find problems, and marriage is no exception, you know. Um, dying to yourself is, is hard. Um, yes, yes. And when you get married, you realize how selfish you really are. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. uh, how and much you have only increases done. whenever you have children. Yeah. Yes, you, that's you true. recognize uh, that, yeah. too. I'm three months out from that uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> get ready. <laughs> and so being vulnerable and open and sharing even the struggles, you know. Um, and one, one example is, you know, a few years ago, uh, we were pregnant, we got uh, malaria, and we ended up losing the baby and having a miscarriage. And the culture says that now that woman is cursed. Something's wrong with her. And a woman's value is so tied to having children that a husband essentially has the right to take a second wife if she has an issue with having children. So obviously that's not kingdom culture, and we weren't going to participate in any of that. But walking that whole process out with vulnerability... We found um, it, part of the culture is if, if someone that happens to a woman, she shouldn't be touched because she's cursed and that curse can transfer to you. Ooh. But we had the women surround Chelsea, hugging her, pulling her close when she came back wow. because those lies have been broken off of their Amen. their minds and their spirits. So um, I would say vulnerability is key mm-hmm. when it comes to walking these things out in front of marriage, um, mm-hmm. especially in front of, yeah. of disciples and people. Mm-hmm. You answered that pretty well. Yep, <laughs> it is. It's it's an interesting thing, and it's the hardest thing to be vulnerable. And oftentimes, um, I feel like in marriage, because you know, you see the good, the bad, and the ugly. Right, you know, right. and you eventually. I mean, you can you could probably fake it for a couple of years. I don't know. <laughs> um, that's hard for uh, me. I don't. It's hard right. to fake something. Um, but it's you know, even in our marriage. Um, being on the mission field and knowing that, I mean, everything we do is an offering to the Lord and Mm -hmm. it doesn't always mean it's pretty and it doesn't always mean it's clean cut or obviously not perfect. Um, and it's been a very humbling process, I would say, um, coming into the field and to like truly working out our salvation with the Lord. And then also, 
you know, our marriage because um, there have been those things. And I remember even during that time um, with the um, with the miscarriage and with the malaria and, and being so um, so sick and just there were there were so many things that we were out of control. Like right. even our vehicle, it wasn't working. Shane was totally like out of control of so many things. Mm-hmm. And um, I do remember at that time in our marriage, that was three years ago. Um, God had been working in Shane um, about the love of God, which is, I mean, mm-hmm. so that's why he preaches on it all the time mm-hmm. because yeah. that's the revelation he's just had so strongly. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was praying like, God, like show him how you love him. And so that he can show me and then he can show our future children. And, you know, I even told him this was a vulnerable thing of like, Hey, you know, we just had a miscarriage and I'm feeling all of this. Right. Um, but it doesn't even look like it's hurting you. And that was a really mm-hmm. hard thing to say right. um, because it was very much about like, you know, like I, I can't even see it on you. Of course, I'm emotional and stuff. And um, that actually, that that trial and that struggle in the field, like um, it really, like I don't know if we would have gotten that in America. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I don't know um, if we would have had to face that. I mean, malaria was the reason for the miscarriage. Yeah, right. um, but um it really like cracked open a whole mm-hmm. new level of intimacy and yeah. vulnerability. And um, God's still working on that in us. Mm-hmm. And it's such an incredible thing to be able to, to be experiencing trials, experiencing frustrations and struggles and good things too, you know, and, and, you know, the birth of a child and now seeing like parenthood and fatherhood, it's, it like, it's so it's such an incredible thing, mm-hmm. and you uh, truly like you fall in love with your spouse even more. I would say when you see them become a parent, and there's a whole n- new level of love there. And so, I just feel like we are so blessed to have the opportunity to be in the mission mm-hmm. field, to have our life on display. Yeah. I mean, it's not always fun. The day that you're like, I feel like I could yell right now, and mm-hmm. I'm there's a lot of people right outside, so I'm going to choose right now. Like, do I express <laughs> this the way that I probably would if we were behind closed doors, or yeah. like I'm going to make a choice. Yeah. Um, or there's people in your house or there's people right outside or your, whatever it is. And, um, it really, it's, it is vulnerable and it's, but you're putting yourself out there and, um, it's been, it's been an incredible thing. And the thing is we minister out of our brokenness and that, that is the biggest opportunity. And that's where we've seen God move so much out of our brokenness, out of our, our struggle and, um, Mm -hmm growth has come just incredible testimonies from the people that we have worked with. And in particular, one, um, a lady that I've been discipling, she actually worked with me on base and she, um, four years ago when I met her, she was very angry. She was actually caught stealing, um, and on our base. And I, it was before I knew who it was, but I was like, you know, Heather and Jesse, like, we've got to disciple this person who's stealing. Like we've got to disciple them. We've, you know, like, and then we found out it was her, and I was like, they're like, okay, you said that she need, whoever, like, you got to do it. So she started helping me in my home, and we started, you know, talking, working together, getting to the bottom of, like, what, what's the theft? What's the reason? And her husband had taken a second wife, technically. Hmm. Really, it was just an extramarital affair is what right, it was, right, and right. Um, which is very common in Zambia. And then they say, we got married, even though there's no legal documents, you know, divorce is the same thing. Oh, we're divorced. Well, not really. There's nothing right. to say that. So it's very, um, mm-hmm. not that you have to have a paper to say that mm-hmm. you're married or divorced, but there, there's no like and, honoring yeah. in front of the Lord. Mm-hmm. There's, there's nothing like that. And so it was just such a messy situation and he wasn't providing for her children, you know? And so walking her through that and even walking mm-hmm. through, um, her being baptized in the spirit 
and um, overcoming a spirit of anger. Like that was just an incredible situation for me and getting to walk her through that and now seeing their marriage Mm -hmm. and like how um, he actually uh, no longer was seeing that other woman. And now he, you know, like there's just, there's joy and there's happiness in their, in their life. And just like Mm -hmm. seeing that and knowing that like, you know, God has used us, you know, to, to help them along that process and how many individual meetings we had with them and, Mm -hmm. and couple, you know, and she was very honest, which is, I feel like typically in the, in the Tonga culture, women in front of their husbands feel, I think they really feel like they are not able to say anything. I think they kind of throw their husbands under the bus with the women, you know, they kind of just say anything, but typically women are not able to speak, but Dinah's was really filled with boldness with those things. And Mm -hmm. she really would just, you know, we'd say like, Hey blue, like, how's it going? Like, are you still going that side? And, or, you know, are you struggling? You know, what's happening, you know? And he'd kind of say something and kind of answer. And we'd look at Dinah's and she'd be sitting there and we'd be like, how's it going Dinah's? (laughs) And she would be like, it's not going well. Mm -hmm. He's not telling you the truth, actually. And that was kind of hard and awkward, honestly, because you know, like, (laughs) you know, but because of the spirit of the Lord moving in her life, we now see him going out and doing ministry and him going out and becoming the leader of the household, actually. Born again, baptized, going going now in ministry. Yeah. Like he left that other relationship and has been committed to his wife for a couple of years now. Yeah. And yeah. It's a powerful testimony. Yeah, yeah reconciliation. Oh, yes. Yeah. So that's the gospel. Yeah, yeah that's exactly absolutely. right. I love that. Exactly it, it right. is the the idea of gospel is everything is made whole, and yes. marriage is a huge part of our yes. lives. Yeah, and so that's beautiful. Mm. I like that. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that that is exactly right because the Satan comes to bring division and destruction, mm-hmm. and why not start with one of the most intimate relationships absolutely. and the core of the family and. <laughs> And so it's the same all over the world, but it looks a little, could look a little different, you know, from place to place. But, um, um, and it's just as true for us, you know, like he's, he has tried to bring division, but one thing we're very thankful for is, you know, marriage is hard. Yeah. It takes work. Mm-hmm. You know, one person said like, you don't go looking for a pre-built house in the bush. Like you got to go find a spot that has potential, put in the work, right. clear the area. And if you want to end up with something that's really beautiful and lasts, and um, that is marriage. And what we're thankful for probably the most with it is, you know, someone told us one year of marriage on the missions field is like two or three years, at least <laughs> at in the least. States, because yeah. the junk comes to the surface. Absolutely. And we're thankful that, you know, we were we're and are still working through things that many people um, don't end up working through or never work through, you know, until Mm -hmm. much later in life. And so there are challenges, of course, that come, but we're very thankful for what God is doing in it. And, you know, um, he uses those challenges to bring uh, reconciliation and to bring life. So Mm -hmm. I think one of the interesting things, about being in Overland is that we are so communalistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we are in each other's business all the time mm-hmm. because we have to work together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all team oriented. And I think one of the things that oftentimes in marriages, like back in the States is that your, 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 your little world, your house, mm-hmm. your kingdom is separate from everybody else. So you have your issues in your house mm-hmm. and then you put your smiley face on you go to church right. on Sunday. Yep. We don't really have that luxury. Oh. <laughs> like <Mm-mm. laughs> sometimes we have altercation in front of everyone. Yep. 
And I, 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 yeah, it's just a really interesting part of, of communalistic society. Mm -hmm. There are people who get married and they try to hide this, this iron sharpening iron Mm. in, in private. And I think it's actually a good thing sometimes to just be open, be real in front of other people. Yeah. Yeah. Is what you, what we have found anyway is, um, people are people and we all go through actually very similar things. And you have people that are ahead of you that have incredible wisdom and experience that they can pour into you. And you have people that are behind you that you can speak into and say, Hey, yeah, we went through that or we're going through something similar. Mm -hmm. And this is how, what God has shown me. And that's, you know, you can build one another up in that way. And, um, it's a beautiful example, I believe of the body of Christ working together to that. No one's left back. You know, we're pulling each other up and we're all moving forward. We're all growing. And so it's hard sometimes, you know, because then there is that element of like, okay, how do we have that individual like time together that um, is also important when there's a community mm-hmm. and there's, there's things you want to do with the other people, there's needs, people pulling on you and right. you, and so it's a, it's an interesting, interesting balance to try and find, but it's, it's one of those things that's well worth the, effort, the yeah. difficulty yeah, and yeah. the effort of trying to figure that out mm-hmm. than to just not have that even as an option. So definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so marriage, you recommend it, hey? Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah, I, I like it. it. I, like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think everyone should try it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that is not trying is not an option. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that's it. Right. Cool, guys. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. I actually am really interested about my wife and your son in, our, in the back room. I'm yeah. pretty sure my 27 week pregnant wife is doing a kickboxing routine with your son. So mm-hmm. great. Uh, yeah. yeah. He'll love that. That's going to be good. So yeah. <laughs> appreciate it. God bless you all in your ministry and Thanks. your marriage. Bless Thank it. you. Thank you. Yeah. you too. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Gospel of Grit. All of us here at Overland Missions would like you to know that we believe in you, that there's a place for you in our organization. Your first step towards changing nations is to visit overlandmissions.com. 